Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Welcome and thank you for listening to the New Christian Podcast. I am so grateful that you've subscribed and that you've been listening. Please leave a comment on my social media so that I can see where you are listening from. You can reach me on my social media at facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C. And you can also find me on my YouTube channel, also called Preacher Jim C. The way that you can subscribe to this podcast is by going to the podcast platform that you particularly listen to your podcasts on, whether that be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Search for my name, James Chambers, and there you will see the new Christian podcast. Click that subscribe button and you'll receive weekly updates on this podcast. Today's podcast is another special uh, message podcast, and we're going to talk about the new year. Uh, you'll be listening to this on Saturday, which will be January 1st of 2022. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, God in the new year, making Christ centered in the plans for the new year. So when we think of New Year's resolutions, we all kind of understand this idea that maybe for a month or two we make these resolutions and we stick to them for maybe a month or two if we're lucky, right? Uh, maybe even six months if we're really devoted. But then after a while, things kind of wane and things kind of get uh, down or busy life kind of starts to happen and we kind of, those resolutions, those New Year's resolutions kind of go by the wayside, right? But when it comes to our relationship with Jesus Christ, this should not be the case, my friends. So let's take a look at what the Bible has to say about building that relationship or um, strengthening that relationship with Christ in the new year. You see, today is uh, what you're thinking of uh, when you're hearing this will be the first Saturday in the new year. So the new year should be a time of reflection for all of us, right? to ponder the plans and the goals we set for ourselves in the previous year in relationships, in relationship to where we are at right now. How well did you do? Let me ask you that. How well did you do last year? Did you succeed in the things that you set out to do or did you find yourself coming up short? I think we all do from time to time when we think of these resolutions each year, right? The new year offers us a chance to wipe the slate clean and start over once again. It's time to set new goals and to make plans as to how you and me will meet those goals. As every day in the Lord should be, the new year is a day of new beginnings 
my question to you today is, what kind of goals and plans will you make in this new year as you seek to serve Christ and his kingdom in a greater way this year? Listen to Paul's letter to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It says, And we all, with unveiled faces, behold the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. This scripture shows us that we should be continually growing in the Lord Jesus Christ from glory to glory, right? His desire is that we would be conformed into his image into all areas of our lives, being transformed by the renewing of your mind, Paul tells us in Romans, right? Has your relationship with Jesus Christ deepened in this past year? Or has it not? Has your marriage grown from one glory to another in the past year? Has your family grown and matured? Has your involvement and your commitment to church, to the church growing, has that waned? Have your gifts uh, and ministries increased? Has your testimony and witness at work or school or play increased? It is God's desire for us as Christians to be continually growing in all these particular areas. The question is, do you have vision and purpose in each of these areas? Are, or are you simply drifting along, hoping that something productive and fruitful will take place? Listen to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restra restraints. But blessed is he who keeps the law. You must have a vision and a goal for your relationships with Jesus Christ, for your marriage, for your family life, for your church life, for your gifts and ministries, your job, or your school, right? With a vision and a purpose in these areas, you will cast off all restraints and restrictions and just be tossed to and fro, sowing to the wind, right? What do you see God doing in these areas of your own life? What do you see? What kind of plans are you making to experience fulfillment and growth in all these areas? A righteous man or woman will make plans to grow and mature in Christ in every area of his or her life. They will. In this message today, I would like to talk about some of the principles that are involved in making Christ-centered plans in each and the every area that have been mentioned in this message today. So let's take a look at a few things that uh, the Bible talks about having Christ as our center in the plans for this new year. 
Number one, principles for making Christ the center of your plans. Number one, have a proper perspective of God's view for your life. Have a proper perspective of God's view for your life. Listen to Psalms 39, uh, verses 4 and 5. It says, O Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few hand breaths, and my life is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. Or James, James, his epistle, in chapter 4, verse 13 through 15, says this. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spread a year and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are amidst a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Or Paul tells us in Romans, Romans chapter 14, verse 12, says, so then each of us will give an account for himself to God. Each one of us is going to give an account when we stand before God for what we've done here on earth. What God is talking about here is our whole approach to the Christian life. What is more important, building our lives for ourselves or for God and his kingdom? I think it's for God and his kingdom, most assuredly. This is the primary issue each of us must face as we determine to move forward in our lives. In our, in, a, in our few short years of our lifespan, what will, we have, what will we have accomplished when we are called to give an account for our lives before God? What will you say? If our plans are Christ-centered and filtered through God's purpose, there will be fruit that comes out of that. Do you want God's will for your marriage, for your family, for your church life, for your job, etc.? Do you? If so, concentrate these areas to God and consecrate them to God and allow His purpose to come forth in each of these areas of your life. Number two, set your goals for each of these areas. Set a goal. Listen to Luke's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 28 through 30. It says, For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first set down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man begins to build and was not able to finish. It is important, my friends, to, that you have a goal for each of these areas and a strategic plan on how you will meet these goals. The goals should be written down. They should be personal. They should be specific. They should be positive and measurable, right? 
they should also be achievable, believable, and convictional, right? Planning is not an attempt to foretell the future, all right? Planning is an attempt to regulate and shape the future and to prepare to negotiate unforeseen circumstances uh, to one's adventures. Good planning contemplatives and contemplates how a current decision is going to affect the future events. Let me say that again. That's a good point. Good planning contemplates how a current decision is going to affect the future events. Number three, prioritize which areas need the most attention. Without a secure relationship with Jesus Christ, it would be very difficult to grow in a Christ-centered marriage and family life and very difficult in other areas of your life as well without a secure relationship with Jesus Christ, these areas of your life will be unmanageable at best. If your marriage or your family life is not in order, it is difficult to com be committed to an ongoing church life with your gifts and your ministries being developed, right? Number four, develop an overcoming mentality with a failure syndrome. Let me say that again. Develop an overcoming mentality with the failure syndrome. All right, Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. Listen to this. Brothers, do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straightening and straining forward to what lies ahead. You see, the price of success is perseverance. Our greatest glory lies not in never failing, but in rising every time we fail. Avoiding failure is not practical because everybody is going to fail from time to time. Listen to Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. Notice the difference between what happens when a man says to himself, I have failed three times, and what happens when he says, I am a failure. Listen to that. If you say, I have failed three times, and what happens when you say, I'm a failure? Those two dichotomies, right? Think about that. Overcoming the failure syndrome is coming in like a fourth, exhausted but excited, right? It Overcoming that is like coming in to a new way of thinking. But you can't, you came in for a fifth time. So in essence, your failing helps you learn and move forward. I remember reading a story about Einstein, I believe it was, or maybe it might've been uh, 
uh, uh, creating the light bulb. Uh, and his name slips my mind here momentarily, but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Uh, it had been said um, from one of the history books I read that uh, uh, he failed numerous times in learning to create the incandescent light bulb. But he said this, I only need to find one way to make it work. He continued in learning from the mistakes and the failures. Maybe you or I didn't achieve the kind of success that we were looking for last year. But it's still better than it was the year before, right? Think about last year and the year before that, the year before that, the year before that. Are you different? Are you better at the end of this year of 2021 and moving into 2022? If not, we have a redo. We have a do-over. We can learn from what we had problems with and what we failed at over the last few years and increase and learn from that and grow from that. The difference between greatness and mediocrity is often how an individual views a mistake. That is so key. Listen to that again. The difference between greatness and mediocrity is often how an individual views a mistake. Here's number five. There must be a dependence upon the Holy Spirit. Listen to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Or Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. Right? That is so important. The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes the steps. Or Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5, Not that we have sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. Let's look at number 6. Apply diligence with an attitude to win. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5, tells us this. The plans of a diligent, of diligent led surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Don't rush. Or Matthew's gospel in chapter 11, verse 12. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. So as I conclude our message today in this new year of 2022, my prayer for each one of you and for us is that as we begin this new year, we would focus on making Christ-centered plans with a desire for what God wants to do in each of our lives. As a result, we would allow the vision that God 
is giving us in each of these areas cause us to grow to new levels of victory in Him. Hopefully at the end of this year, you will be able to say, my relationship with at the end of 2022, think about this, hopefully at the end of 2022, you will be able to say, my relationship with the Lord has deepened and matured. My marriage is considerably better. My family is more secure. My involvement and my commitment to church life has grown. My gifts and ministries are being excited. And I have a good testimony at work where I am a witness for Jesus Christ. The plans of a righteous man will cause these things to happen for you in this coming year. May you have a blessed Christmas. May, may you have had a blessed Christmas, a blessed New Year, and success in 2022. If you'd like prayer or you have any questions from, from me in this ministry, I want you to email me and contact me at my email at triplepministriesjc at gmail.com. That's triplepministriesjc at gmail.com. And you have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Links links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, And I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day. Thank you.